Welcome to a fresh episode of New Dom Podcast, everybody. I hope you guys' Wednesday is as great as mine. Timbo, let the people know who we are. We are the Madden Sim Revolution, finishing season 10 of the Madden 20 cycle, man. Again, what a cycle it has been. Uh, but we're in season 23, uh, going on right now, prepping, getting ready for Madden 21. And that is the focus pretty much going around the whole community. We are 11 days away from our own team's uh, team reveal selection show. Uh, you can catch that on the MSR Network. Uh, August 23rd, Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time is what we're looking to get going with, man. But we'll have the draft, uh, I think, a day or two leading up to it. Um, just a lot of great energy going towards what's happening right now. But Falco, man, let's not waste these people any time. Let's get to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And on today's episode, we have a special guest. We have Little Bear with us. And, of course, we have Jugs and Timbo. Uh, Wakanda might be joining us a little later. I know he's a little busy right now. Um, but he may hop in here. But uh, fellas, yeah, let's jump right into it. Let's uh, let's start with the final season. We are in the tenth season, as Timbo just mentioned. Uh, we've seen a lot of shakeups, a lot of energy coming from uh, from different folks around. Uh, Lil Bear, let's start with you though. How do you feel about the energy of the final season? Uh, it's, uh, everyone's ecstatic. I mean, if uh, you got an entire league full of people still playing through the middle of August and uh, possibly through the uh, release of uh, 21, you know you got a good league going. I know we got two people sitting out, but man, 30 people going, still uh, going strong at this point is awesome. Yeah, yeah, truly August to August. You know, a lot of people, uh, there, a lot of leagues out there aren't seeing that release bit. A lot of people quit in, <laughs> in June, uh, early July, and uh, you know, here we're still going strong, still pumping out content. Uh, Jugs, man, how you uh, how do you see the season? Man, I love it, man. It's been um, it's been great because I I was actually a little worried at first because I was like, man, I don't know, I don't know if I've ever been in a league that was playing this late on a uh, you know on a certain cover of Madden and mm-hmm. trying to be you know run strong and get through a season. I mean, it doesn't feel like we're struggling to get games it doesn't feel like we're struggling to get you know have an activity everyone's still posting uh they're all invested like you know into what their teams are doing and how good their teams are doing um you know it's 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 really it's really dope you know i'm really actually happy that we're all still playing this game and i hope that we all you know i'm saying keep that same energy come 21 oh for sure i mean we're we're damn near almost 24 hours uh, advances almost, you know, and we're 12 days from, from team reveal. Um, so that's pretty crazy. But Timbo, as commissioner, man, how do you feel about the, the energy of the final season? Well, it, it's actually a little bit better than I uh, initially thought it would, it would be because, you know, there was just a lot of, I guess it was a little some 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 anxious folks that was just, look, I, I want to focus on Madden 21. You know, I, I'd rather just, you know, get content prepared for 21 or you know kind of take that break which i agree with like i was i was look i was probably as loud as the others pretty much saying hey look let's just be i want to take a break like especially with with the on my personal end what the cycle has been for me like i just kind of wanted to take a a breather but y'all know me as well like i am a competitor all the way through and through so it it, it's it doesn't take much for me to still find something to keep me pushing and keep me moving and still want to play this game, which we, we we pretty much are, like you said, doing at least one a day. You know, one one, one every 24 hours, we're getting an advance going. Some at, at max of like 36 hours. But I mean, we we're moving we're moving fast and strong right now. And I think it's if anything, what's surprising is I didn't expect this energy 
especially how the, the the hashtag was starting to bloom with the fixed Madden franchise and all that stuff, and then how like it, it just seemed like once we got to really focus on playing again, we, there's only two or three teams that are sitting out this season. So, um, you know, we got 29 and 32, and you know, guys are really into it, man. Like, you know, even with my record still not being what I wanted to be, but I've had some really good games. There are a lot of good fun games that you know, w- you know, that I would have. So it's been real. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And it's also even been uh, cool just getting that, uh, getting that mojo going for Madden 21 in the mindset. Like, okay, I, I may, I may, I may not have it, had access access doing this with this team, but I know what I can do with other things, playbooks, things of that sort. Um, you know, you just really want to uh, kind of tone on it up, and then just seeing people start to step up and, and users, uh, you know, different users jump in. Um, you know, with the, uh, you know, with you got different users jumping in with, um, you know, different gameplay. Like you see. Uh, who I'm thinking about the Bills? Bueno's back in the mix. He's got number one, even though he's got four of his wins coming from ten wins, but still, he's still playing pretty good football. And that's what you want to see. We still want people competing, playing, having good games. And uh, again, there's a lot of energy ready for uh, for Madden 21. Sure, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, and it's been a, I mean, super competitive, especially on the AFC side. I mean, the playoff race is it's heating up. I mean, we've got teams seven and three, five and four still in the mix. Uh, even three and six teams still kind of in there, um, fighting for that final spot. But Wakanda, man, how do you, how do you feel about this final season? How's the energy been for you? Uh, it's been fun, man. I've been just playing, trying to get games on my camp. I had you know vacations and stuff planned, but still trying to play. Seems like a lot of guys are active and still trying to enjoy and make sure that we have a good tenth season. So it's been a lot of fun to see you know different matchups, newer users coming into the league as well. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. It's crazy to think that we got through 10 seasons. Yeah, 10 strong seasons. Uh, Lil Bear, who's been a little, who's been a standout for you in this final season? Who's the team that you've been uh, keeping your eye on? Actually, Muck's been playing pretty well um, in our division. Um, he's got a possible chance at winning the division, uh, depending on what Wakanda does. I mean, Wakanda's IRAC has, like, I was looking at his schedule. He's, get, he's getting at least 11 wins with uh, the two force wins over uh, Cowboys and Eagles. But Muck's been playing pretty well. Yeah, Muck, um, that, that game with him and Tom, and I don't know how many of you all were in that. the best game of the season so far. Yeah, that, that was wild. And the, the energy that me, that Muck brings uh, to his streams is just at another level. Like, it's so fun to watch. Um, Jugs, who, who's a standout for you, though? Man, you guys said exactly my standout. Muck's balling, yo. <laughs> Muck, Muck's might be like the most interesting games to watch too, because even like to play against for you know myself. Like when I played Muck, it's been some crazy games, and you know just respect to Muck, man. He's really out here doing it, man. He's putting a stick work together. Last season, yeah. And with the big trade of Lamar last season, um, it's really panning out. I mean, that defense that he has built. Is so strong. Uh, he did the same thing in Genesis whenever he came in. Built a super strong defense, and now his Genesis team is absolutely lights out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I could see him taking the division. Uh, if Wakanda, you know, it, it's going to be a tight race between him and Wakanda um, in, in my book. But uh, one to keep an eye out for me is I. Uh, I's resurgence here. He's at the top of the, his division again, uh, sitting at 7-3. That team is looking really good. Uh, Timbo, who's the standout for you? Uh, you know, usually what I'm seeing right now, um, and it's, it, 
you hear the person's name, you're like, wow, how is it? How is this guy a person you saying standing out? Um, uh, you know, what I'm seeing with Taco with this low-rated quarterback, like he's always been a good passer, but just what we're seeing in terms of he's using this really low-rated quarterback, almost like a Baptiste type of guy. Like he's really just picked the guy at the bottom of the barrel and said, I'm gonna do my best to put you in a successful position on a good team. Like that's what he's doing. And then you look at his rookie running back. And, and I think a part of this has to do because it's the last uh, season of the cycle. But his rookie running back, who's 24 years old, by the way, is third in the league in rushing. And that is not something we're used to saying about a taco-led team, like him being yeah. top in the rushing part. That's, that's the thing. Like, he's doing this in a whole different way. I think it's also, like I said, it's about the last season. He's trying to have some fun. But it, it's it's still good to see him. Like, look, he's seven and I think seven and two still right now through the halfway point. And, you know, he's got a quarterback that will be in the tank anywhere else or probably not even in the MSR, just waiting to hope, hoping and praying that someone comes and picks him up. He puts him on the team. He's got, you know, he's throwing 20 touchdowns, um, pretty decent QBR. Uh, you know, he, and again, he's all a part of the cock. Like, it's not like he's not he doesn't necessarily need a quarterback to do everything like Trubisky and Mayfield in the past. Like this quarterback can now just be a part of the wheel. Like he's just be he's just one part of the wheel that keeps everything rolling. And Taco's got a real balanced team that's going to be looking to make some noise towards the end. Another person I'm going to spot out and apologize if, if I'm repeating this person, uh, but I and and what I'm saying with I is more on the defensive side of the ball because that's kind of I think for from my perspective that's always been his Achilles heel. Like he can he can put up points, he can score in bunches. But he has a problem sometimes defending, and especially in the biggest games. Like he'll he'll just have a really bad defensive game against a team that he probably need to play his best type of game against. Um, but we're starting to see him do a lot, uh, uh, play a lot better on the defensive side of the ball. Now he is still prone to give up big plays. I mean, you know, if you look overall, the crazy part is he's not allowing as many points, but he's still getting up a lot of yards. Like he's in the back half of uh, total yardage passing. Um, and then, of course, he's giving up 100 yards on the ground a game. But it's it, he's get, he's playing defense in a way where I think I spoke about this a few seasons back where I, I thought he was going to make a change. He's getting more turnovers. A lot of these players that he's drafted and put in since coming into Denver, he's starting to get more out of them now. Tobias Montague is one person I'm thinking of. He's got four picks on the season. He's got four players on his team with four – excuse me, uh, five players on his team with three interceptions or more. That's something that just goes to show he can have playmakers on all – different fronts from the cornerback position linebacker safety he has it covered it's just about making those like he, he'll give you a lot in between the 20s but he's starting to shut down in the red zone that's key because you have to be able to give up three or zero then you want to give up six so um i, I want to see i of course just kind of pull it out because the, the afc west is locked and loaded for this final season four teams have winning records right now so I, I think that'll be the key for him. Actually, he probably has the key to the division because if he can defend, especially against playing against run-heavy teams like Joey and then the balance of uh, of Oakland and, of course, Casey, they got a lot of weapons as well. Like, if he can play good against those teams, he beat Casey pretty good today, 30-point win. So he can, if he can do more of that and just really let that defense just boost that offense even more, I think I could be a team looking at possibly having that vibe. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I kind of hope he wins it just because I beat him week one. Um, just so I can say, I beat a division leader. That's the first time. <laughs> first time in Falco history. Um, yeah, I mean, he. Uh, I started out 0-2. Um, how, you know, he's ripped off. And he, it's not like he's beating bad teams. Um, he, he beat Dub, who's a very quality user. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he beat he beat him to death, 42-10. to 10. Um, Yeah, he, yeah. He, uh, he beat Hoff. Uh, he beat mm-hmm. Joey. 
uh, beats uh, C. Frank. I mean, so he's uh, he's he's beat some quality teams. But Wakanda, what about for you, man? Who's uh, who's going to stand out for you? I'm shocked that y'all haven't said either one of these names. I mean, the two Usos, King and Samoan, are both the top of each conference. Yes. And King's got Tyree Jackson over there with a four to one touchdown and interception ratio. And then Samoan's eight and two. And with J Rod being gone, as far as me looking at who's going to challenge in the AFC and somebody I'll probably have to see to get to where I want to go, that's he's probably the first name I would think of. Um, and as far as I, I think I's doing really well, but we'll be we'll be able to see what he's made of the next coming games because he's got Rhino, TJ, Joey, and then Tim, and then Samoan to, and then a little bit in the season. But and I'm trying to four seasons, baby. He's got four pretty tough games, and you guys kind of got to it at the end. Uh, one thing I've noticed about I is that he has a tendency to not be good against stopping the run. Yeah, and there's three of those teams that's going to try to run the ball at them, and Samoan will too. So um, I would like to see him win the division as far as who I've seen play the best of those three because I haven't seen the, the new Chiefs user a whole lot, and he just got beat like a drum. But uh, – I probably would lean more towards TJ just because he has a little bit more uh, balance between, you know, Joey and I. Uh, but I think that should be a really fun race to, to end the cycle. But as far as the, the teams that stand out, man, Samoan being 8-2. and two, um, And then Santi on the other side being, you know, 7-2, and two, I believe, is his record. Um, I don't see how, you know, with the guys that we know that aren't playing, you know, no J-Rod in the AFC and then Kylo and DK. I'm not playing on the NFC side. If I think of somebody who's going to be able to challenge Tom, you know, I think King is capable of doing that. And then, you know, Simone was the number one seed last year. So uh, for him to come back and be eight and two, um, he's in perfect position to be able to, to contend again. So those are the two people I think of right away. Yeah, let's let's get a quick prediction for the uh, for the playoffs real quick. A uh, little bit. Let's start with you. Who do you see in the uh, the final season Super Bowl? Ooh, that's oh, wow. a tough one. That is a tough one. Let's um, whew. let's go in the AFC Wakanda. Ooh, okay. Um, although his wide receivers are tough right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, your wide receivers are uh, rough for sure. Uh, if if not Wakanda, Samoan, it's gonna they're gonna be in the AFC Championship game for sure. Um, oh, okay. I like that. It's a, it's a, it's a toss-up between those two for me, for the AFC. Uh, the NFC, man, that's a... Uh, hmm. Let's go with Taco and that horrible quarterback that he has. I want to I see him go to the uh, Super Bowl with that 48 overall quarterback. <laughs> Hey, let, let, me, let me ask you this. If Taco makes it to the Super Bowl and wins it with that terrible, terrible quarterback, is this the best season MSR has ever seen in terms of leading a team? I mean, I think so. I mean, he's got a rookie running back. We already talked about how he's third in the league in rushing, and he doesn't run the ball. Like, and that's not his thing. <laughs> that's not um, his thing. Yeah. Although... Going back to Madden 18, he uh, had Spencer Ware with the Chiefs, and uh, that was one of the best running backs in MSR history. Okay. So, I mean, we know he can run the ball, but, yeah. I mean, he's not a runner at heart. But I think that would be wild if he, uh, with his rookie running back and his 
what it started as a 46 overall quarterback or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's got like 78 throw power, I think. Yeah, like, it's horrible. Like he, he just <laughs> hot garbage. Many passes over five yards. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Uh, so I think I think if Taco could make it to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, that would be such a crazy way to end this cycle. Yeah, right. Because he yeah. he would have won the first and then win the last one. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, has that ever happened before in MSR? The person who wins the first one wins the last one. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's how it went last year. Especially, so I, 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 that's all I can go off for. That's how long I'm. Yeah, I can't really remember uh, the last two years who won first. Yeah, and this, last. Is, this is the third cycle, so this will probably be the first first time for that in terms of full stat keeping and things of like that, where we can all remember stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although that's, that, that's, that's a, great. That is a taco question. I bet he knows. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> man, how about you? Who, who do you have in the Super Bowl? Oh man, I got an all Uso Super Bowl, man. I got King Simone, bro. It's gonna be some craziness. Like I can't. Like it's been on my mind all season. I'm like, I was thinking Tom at first, and I said, Nah, nah, nah. I feel like, I feel like King got something this year. Just something about Tyree Jackson got him rolling, and and, and it's just he's not so good, like on paper. But dude is cooking with him, so. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. It, I feel like it's, it's gonna happen. It, it's coming through. You know, it's like it's like us New Yorkers. We used to love that Subway Series thing, and then it happened. You know, and I think that's what's gonna happen now. It's gonna be the All Uso Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a great one. That would be a great one. Uh, Timo, man, what about you? Who do you who do you have in your Super Bowl? Oh man, you know I'm terrible with predictions. Um, I, uh, <laughs> at this point in the season, though, um. You know, I, I got to take at least one wild card. I, it's always a wild card that makes it, right? So, if I'm looking at a wild card team from either side, I, it's hard to pick anybody in the AFC West, though, just because, I, I, you know, of course, Joey made it, and then, you know, now with J-Rod not around, um, it's hard to really give anything. To, I haven't seen CJ go in the playoffs yet, of course, and he's got some some areas, I think, that, will, that, that could be exposed in the playoffs. Um, so, I would probably look at someone like, uh, I, I could I could see a Samoan, and it, honestly, it he would be due in my opinion in terms of getting there because look, he had a great season a couple couple years into the cycle, and then you know in the AFC when he's with the uh the, the Bucks, but then he turns around and then he ended up having to leave. So now he's in the AFC side. He's got this team humming, man. I mean, you just look at like yeah. I made a deal with him, uh, help kind of helping him out getting uh, Marquise Brown, and. Yeah. And but you know, and then he's he's made Cam Akers into a very like a very formidable back. Of course, he still got Josh Jacobs as his second kind of wear you down type back. Um, so he can hit you from different angles, and he's always looking to get the big play. You know, so if that defense can come along with it, which is not as it, the defense is still what it is, but it's not what it was last year when Bradley right uh, Bradley Price was just snatching everything, right? So I don't think that's the case. So I would say from the AFC side, I'll probably go Samoan. I don't know who would face in the AFC championship game because I want to see. I want to see there's like three or four different matchups that I feel could happen in the AFC championship game. So I'm, I will probably lean Simone just because of how well he's playing right now. But from the NFC side, I feel it's, it, 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 it is King's time to get there. He's got a, he got to the Super Bowl before, but just didn't finish it. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like if he is going to get there, he's going to have to really earn it. Cause even without Kylo and DK in the, in the NFC, you still got Tom, you know what Tom can do. And 
he's got to worry about someone. You know, he's got to worry about someone in the in the NFC South. He's got to figure out if he's going to get a good dub, if he's going to get a polished Rhino, or if he's going to get a a, a, a a Cody C. Franklin who is actually going to like consistently make good reads because that's the difference between him and a lot of other teams in the NFC. He's got the talent. It, he's built that team incredibly. Like we we can talk about that as one as one of the sleeper guys around the league. But it's all about putting it together. And that's the only thing I think that's left for him in this cycle is to put it all together and win a playoff game. Because I, I, it's not a title that I'm holding with such pride. But, I mean, hey, look, outside of Samoan, I'm the only person with the playoff win in that division. And that's crazy because I've been terrible. Ooh. So wow. someone out of that division in, my, in our division has to come out and I feel like has to make a run. And I think the best guy in that position to do that is the Saints. But it's all about if he's going to be good or bad coach. Because when he's bad, Cody, his bad is really bad. And I and I think with all that talent he's got, and even the offense is not the same anymore, but he can do a lot of things with that defense. Addison leads the league in picks. Like, he is a really good player when he's locked in. I just think that's the difference. So I would probably take either King or someone from the NFC South. I'm, I'm a, I like that. See, Frank, you just got blitzed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did I'm blitz gonna... him, huh? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> I'm going to go a little outside the box here. I'm going to say we're going to see completely different teams. From the NFC side, I think if number one draft pick and the Washington Redskins can get momentum, get over the hump of Tom in that division, win the conference, I think uh, we're going to see Washington Redskins, and then it's going to be time to circle the wagons, baby, and bring the championship to Buffalo. I think it's going to be Bueno and number wow. one. Wow. Yeah. That's really stepping outside no, the box. No, okay. I'm sorry, okay. guys. I said I mean, look, look at that standings, though. Like, Buffalo's up there, and he's, look, he's got that running back, of course, so he's looking good with that. It's making, I, I tell anybody this, man, when you have a, when you can run the ball effectively in Madden, it's just like the real, that's when it, it honestly, when Madden feels closest to the realest thing possible. Because when you can run the ball, you control so much of what the other team does. You control how they have to start playing you defensively. And then if you're killing Tom and then scoring six and seven on top of it, it makes them feel that they have to do something quick. Sometimes it makes a bad decision. They have to feel like that, oh, man, he just ate four or five minutes off the clock. Okay, let me try to get get it back quick. And that is a psyche that a lot of people don't tap into when you're running the ball. So I think Bueno is starting to feel more comfortable about, hey, look, it's the last cycle, but that season, but I can put together a run here as long as I keep this run game. Yeah. yeah and he, he, he did take a beating to, to I, um, but you got to think, come playoff time, that's when you get a lot of the snow games up in Buffalo. Mm. If he gets that division championship, he's guaranteed a home game, which is bound to be a snow game. He runs the ball. Josh Allen's playing so efficient. And come playoff time, like you said, Timbo, if he controls the clock, I mean, he, he's, it's, his passing stats aren't the best, but it's not like he's a slouch. Like, me, that's like a top 15 running team, but right. terrible passing and with terrible, with like a, a ton of interceptions. He's He has 18 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. So, yeah. I mean, he's a very effective passer. That's why I think he's going to be able to, to stop these teams like Samoa and uh, like a, maybe Wakanda if he, if he makes it, like a muck. Um, I think he's going to surprise some people. So, yeah, that's that's gonna be my uh, oh, my hopeful Super Bowl. I would love to see those two guys in it. That'd be Real fun. Quick, guys, it would, it would be, man. It, it'd be fun to watch. It'd be, it'd be a great one to end this, the the end the cycle on. 
Um, but real quick, guys, I just want to uh, to shout out one of our new sponsors here, StubHub. If you guys aren't familiar with StubHub, StubHub is one of the world's largest ticket marketplaces with tickets available for over 10 million live sports, music, and theater events in more than 40 countries. They enable experienced seekers to buy and sell tickets whenever, wherever they are through their desktops, their mobile, um, anywhere you can buy and sell tickets, they got it for you. Um, there are some events that are opening up right now. It's at limited capacity, but StubHub is still selling tickets. Um, you can visit us at uh, daddyleagues.com backslash genesis, daddyleagues.com backslash MSR, and you can click on the little StubHub link. It'll take you directly to that site and be able to enjoy your tickets. Uh, hopefully, there'll still be some, some NFL around. Um, NFL tickets are going up for sale, I saw. So, if they're still out there, definitely go to our website. Click on the link. It'll take you straight to StubHub. But fellas, let's move on to the next topic here. Um, let's talk about Wakanda's, uh, our very own Wakanda's team selection mock here that he had here. Um, yeah, we had a little bit of a shakeup with this mock, uh, with a couple players leaving, but... Still, a pretty good representation of, of the members of the league. Uh, Wakanda, let's let's start with you. Um, give us a little breakdown of your of your mock here. Yeah, man, I don't get to do a Super Bowl prediction. What's going on? Oh, no, it's my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real Damn. quick, <laughs> real quick. Who's your, <laughs> who's your uh, Super Bowl? <laughs> well, if I can't pick myself, uh, I would probably pick because uh, to be honest, I think I can get there. We'll see how that works out but if I wasn't picking myself I'd pick whoever wins the AFC South and whoever wins the NFC North would be uh, who I think is going to get there because I think if Taco gets there because uh, the thing is y'all keep talking about this quarterback but that that competitiveness is going to kick in if he gets behind in one of the playoff games Baker Mayfield's going to see the field uh, and then, awesome. oh, 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 no doubt. Oh, no doubt. We're not gonna have that quarterback be an excuse. No man, no nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. So, <laughs> no excuses. I don't care how what he says is. You yeah. with that quarterback. No, sir, you're gonna have to win. Nah, game. Nah, that's not gonna happen if he has to play like a time or or like number one. No, nah, he's gonna not. Be back. Or he's King. No, that's not gonna happen. So, that would be that would be my pick. I think it'll probably be Bears against either Texans or. Or Jags with the Steelers out there. So, um, as far as the mock, mock draft, like you alluded to, it was kind of before some recent changes um, in the team selection. So, it was from the eighth. So, that would have been earlier um, last week, late last week. But, um, so like, I'll go one through 10 really quick. So, I have Tim taking the Cowboys, DK with the Ravens, Pop to the Seahawks, Falco with the Eagles. Obviously, that was before I knew that he got Eagles in another league, Kylo with Tampa Bay. Joey uh, with the Packers, Little Bear getting his cards, uh, Tom with Kansas City, Cody with his Vikings, and then Heartless uh, with the Browns. So that was the first 10. So let me know what you guys think about that. I tried to consider, you know, what people's teams they like, what they don't like, and the teams they absolutely would not take, and then kind of factor you know, in people's play style and stuff like that. I'll jump in quickly um, before I pass it to Bear. Um, one thing I'll say in terms of the top six – you know, I, I'm interested to see where Tampa Bay goes because, I, you know, if 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 all if if the final list is as how I could I could see it, uh, or not, not how I could see it, but how it could be projected, um, you know, Falco being able to have the, the shot of getting Philly because Kyle pretty much said he doesn't want Philly, he wants to do something different here in the MSR. So Falco, you know, of course he, he that's his team. So 
Um, I, I could I could see Philly being gone in the top six, but I will also look at what Joey would do at six because I think Green Bay is an option, but I also think he he may look at Cleveland. I think he and he's also said you know depending on what the abilities or whatever we're gonna do, he's looking at doing Miami. So I could and at, Miami's a, is one of that hot is a hot team I could see going in the top ten due to their uh, their youth and uh, of course Tua being the quarterback for the future for them. So. Um, I, I think that's probably the, the first thing that jumped out to me in the top 10. And then, of course, at number nine, uh, someone like Cody uh, staying in the NFC. Uh, and then, or, you know, maybe Tom. I, I, I totally expect Tom to go KC, though. That's 100% right. Away. Hello, Bear. What about you, man? How, how do you feel about it? So all I'm going to say is it depends on what DK and Hoff do. Because if DK ends up not going with Baltimore and he goes with Broncos or something like that, then does Hoff actually take Baltimore? Or does Hoff still take Seattle? If Baltimore gets to Joey, does Joey take Baltimore? Um, I mean, with Falco not going Philly, Kylo's probably going Philly. So Falco, you've mentioned what? Green Bay, maybe? You've mentioned maybe Lamar also? I, I mean... It, it could just tumble down. There could be some really good teams available between 11 and 16. I mean, for me, the top 10 looks pretty good. It's kind of similar to the mock that I put out recently. Uh, besides DK, I had DK going Denver, but DK is so back and forth right now. Whoever he takes is going to He's got really... me confused on this Denver thing. That's the only thing. I, I mean, I believe him to a degree, but he was, you know, he was saying before about, you know, all this running we've seen in Sacramento, no one better say nothing to me about Lamar Jackson. I could totally see him going Lamar, but Denver, I, I wonder if that's if that's just that team that's starting to seem more and more uh, enticing to him. They just got so many weapons on offense that are young, and they still have uh, Chubb on defense. Uh, they got some good options on defense, really. He can trade Vaughn right away and get some more pieces on defense. I mean, it's a good young rebuild team. As Everything that I've talked to him about, he's wanting a rebuild. And as much as he does want Lamar, he did have Lamar last cycle. So, I mean, it wasn't 91 overall Lamar and 96 speed Lamar. But, I mean, he still did have him. So, I don't know. It DK's, it, it just depends on what DK does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, DK has mentioned to me about, uh, you know, those tight ends with Noah Fan and uh, Alphabet Soup. Um, out there in Denver, and then that young defense that he has, uh, that running game. He's still got you got Melvin Gordon, you got Philip Lindsay, um, Drew Locke uh, as a quarterback. Which I'm, I'm not a big fan of Drew Locke, but apparently he's an okay quarterback. Um, but uh, yeah, Dem- Denver is an interesting team with DK. Uh, I could see, I can still see DK going KC too. I mean, I, he's he's thrown KC around um, in his conflicted mind of his. Um, he's thrown him them around too, so um, I can see that. I'm I'm just gonna flat out say I, I'm not taking Philadelphia in MSR whatsoever. Talk about like, it. It's just not gonna happen. Uh, right? And, you said that you already had it, so that was that was before yeah. you know we talked and you had to do the other stuff. So trust right. me, I got another one coming. But DK, <laughs> as far as what DK was saying, like I think it'll be interesting. Um, I think the Mahomes contract is gonna move him off of yeah. Kansas City. So I don't think that he'll take the Chiefs. As far as with Denver, I don't think Locke is good enough to start um, at the beginning of the cycle that he's going to be patient enough to have to deal, especially if time ends up with Kansas City. Like, that's going to be pretty tough. And then you're talking about whatever good, another solid user ending up with the Chargers, and you're potentially having the worst quarterback in the in the division, especially if the Raiders 
get down to where I think we they'll get down to, and we'll get to that later as we're you know going through the picks. That could be a really tough situation here, one year too. Um, and I don't, I don't know if he would he would be okay with that, especially knowing that Lamar was there. Um, yeah. I, I couldn't see him passing up on that. My one thing yeah. with the Broncos is that I know he wants if, if he takes him, I know he's moving Vaughn, and he could move Vaughn to the quarterback right off the bat. That's very possible. He may not even. That's what we need to aim for, people, man. That's. I hope that happens more in twenty one. Like we gotta pay attention to the caliber of player that you're helping. Yeah, the deal can make sense for your team, but you gotta pay attention to the team that you're sending them to, the player that you're sending them to. Hopefully, y'all just more mindful of that in twenty one. Talk, talk I'm not about say it, any man. names, but talk about it. <coughs> Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Is, is this going to be another cycle for you, little bear? Where you're uh, you're starting retirement homes wherever you land? Nope. If I get my Cardinals, uh, it's going to be I'm going to be a homer. I ain't I ain't moving anybody. Hassan Reddick's going to be on the block right away. But other than that, we're uh, keeping the team intact. Although they're already kind of a retirement home, they're pretty old to begin with. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah they are pretty old. But uh, Jugs, man, what what about you? What do you see? What stands out to you in this top ten? I mean, everybody's pointing out the whole DK uh, situation. And, you know, if we do put him on Denver, for for instance, um, and taking you off of Philadelphia, I don't think Baltimore passes, uh, gets out of the top four. I don't think I don't think you don't pick 100%. Baltimore. I don't yeah, think 100%. that, you know, if we go and continue to go down and we look at, you know, what happens there at that point, just to kind of, you know, the effect that that causes – who says that Joey doesn't look at some of these teams and go, no, I mean, he might pick some of these other guys. I mean, Kylo picking Tampa Bay, that that's one I'm not, I don't have too much intel on, but if that's solid, then that's great. Um, I would, I would love to see Tom with Kansas city because that just means he's going to throw for 7,000 yards in a season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go crazy. Um, you know, and it is 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 definitely solid. Like everything else on here uh, in this top ten is definitely solid. Um, you know, like having C. Frank in Minnesota, I would like to see what he does with that. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I just I just like what we're seeing. I like what we're seeing for sure. Yeah. All right, eleven uh, to twenty, Falco. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, eleven to twenty. Go ahead, uh, Wakanda. All right, uh, eleven. We got the Jugs himself. The New York Football Giants. Um, it's me at twelve. It's really any rookie quarterback that is there. So in this one, Joe Burrow is there. So yeah, I will take Cincinnati all day, every day if they're there. Uh, so you're for sure going rookie quarterback, no matter what. Uh, pretty much. I mean, Timbo knows my my CFM rule, especially if we're going the owner mode, is twenty six years old or less on both sides of the ball. So I'm going to try to start as young as possible. So it's really I'm my five that I'm looking at. I don't really have an order. I'm really comfortable with any team as long as I don't get the Packers or the Vikings. I really don't care. But as far as the five that I'm actively looking at, it would be uh, uh, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, Arizona, Cleveland, and then Tampa Bay would be probably the five that I would be looking at. If any of those five are there, that's probably the team that I would end up picking. So. I'm fine with 30 of them as long as they're not packed green and yellow or purple and yellow. <laughs> so, um, at 13, we got T Wayne with the Niners. I had Rev at 14, and with Tennessee being there, I didn't see him, you know, as much as he regretted leaving. 
Um, yeah. Pun intended. Um, I thought Tennessee would be there. I, as a Dolphins fan, so I figured um, with that the Dolphins make it all the way to 15, which would be interesting because I think without abilities, they would move way up. Um, if we decide to go the no abilities route for 21, I think Miami would move up in owner mode just because of the amount of funds that they have available and the free agent, you know, the coding in the game or the free agent inclination of Miami is good, especially if they have um, success. I think Miami would move up. Um, rookie quarterback as well, obviously, in Tua. Um, dub at 16 with the Chargers, that would be, I would think that would be a pretty good spot for them to get him in the middle of the draft. Um, yeah. Rhino is very interested in Denver, so I have him with Denver here. Um, King is there, and then with San Francisco being gone, I think Buffalo was one of his choices. I could be wrong on that, but I have Buffalo there, which I think is another really good pick. Um, at 18, Bueno with um, the Chargers being gone, a couple picks before him. Indianapolis going to have one of the, I think, the second or third best offensive line to start and a pretty good um, weapons and a pretty good defense, actually, as well. Um, I don't think Taco picks uh, Chicago again, so that will leave the Texans. I think that's a, a good build for him. He's going to be able to throw it with Fuller, uh, uh, Stills, and then they have Brandon Cooks as well with Deshaun Watson. Um, that offense is ready to go for him, and he's got J.J. Watt, you know, on the other side. Smooth as a Bears fan. Um, I think if none of us take him in front of him, I think they'll be there for him. Oh, wait, that was 21. My bad. So that's 11 through 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 11 to 21, that's good. Um, yeah, just a couple things that stand out to me. Obviously, if dropping out of the MSR, we're going to see a little bit of a shakeup. Um, in this, so Tennessee up at fourteen, I can still see them going in that range, uh, fourteen to seventeen because it, it's still a pretty good, it's a pretty solid uh, roster. Um, Wayne with uh, San Francisco, like that's a great team. At that spot, yeah, yeah. Uh, at I think so too. Uh, real quick, I if this mock does shake up, because I mean, I, I am saying I'm not going to take. Uh, Philadelphia, but there is still a slim chance for me getting them. I like to be consistent, so if I got them in MSR, I'll get them in Genesis, and I got them in another league, so that would be my three leagues that I play in. I, I have Philadelphia, which would be pretty cool. Um, I mean, there's still a slim, very slim chance I go there, but that would have all NDP division so far with Timbo at Dallas, myself at Philly. And Jugs at the Giants, which would be really interesting, especially for NDP episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Timbo. <laughs> Timbo, man, how, how do you feel about this uh, eleven through twenty-one? Yeah, I think I think there's some good guys, um, some some good uh, some good choices here. Um, I think you know, depend you know where Jugs and Wakanda. I think that that's still kind of. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just I'm interested to see where Jugs goes. I know he wants to be a, he wants to go Giants, but I, I don't know if there's anybody above him that would take the Giants. So I, I don't want to cancel that out yet. Um, T Wayne is, is someone that um, he could he could possibly throw off the, the the next few picks because you know depending on where the, the final uh, the final list goes, he may take someone in front of uh, someone that could throw off some things. Um, and then we got, of course, uh, I, I think I, and, and real quick, I is one of the guys that is a behind the scenes guy. Doesn't really, isn't really all the way out there, but he's always around, always doing something, tripping something, asking something. So I can see him moving up a little bit from 15 and, and maybe that throwing something on him getting Miami would be dope because he's a, he's another passing, uh, a pass heavy user. Um, so having Tua and that young, that young core of receivers to start off with would be cool. Um, I think Dub going to Chargers is a really, really solid pick because we all know the Chargers on both sides of the ball, especially in the trenches, 
or very solid. And that's something that you can always build around if you got good people in the trenches. Um, and, you know, we don't know about Denver because of what DK could do, but the team that Ronald gets, I think, will also impact what I think. I think whoever Ronald gets will impact the person maybe two or three spots below them, below him, because I feel that they may follow him to their division. Um, just somewhere in that group, someone's going to follow him. So that's, that's a nice bubble of users right there with some good teams going to some good guys. Yeah, and real quick, Wakanda, I, w- I want to touch on what Timbo said here. Because um, we have seen throughout the cycle that uh, when, when we're talking about team selection, they're talking about rivalries. And, uh, and you know, like Rhino, for example, he's had a couple people saying that they're going to follow each other and, and, and create this division, this rivalry division. Uh, did you take that into account whenever you created your uh, your mock draft here? Well, I looked at it, but the problem is, like Timo was alluding to with the team selection, is that originally Taco was in front of Rhino, and Taco has fallen down the list. So now Rhino would pick before him. So it was a couple that I looked at like that. But then also with the affinity battle that we did, which most of the league filled out, and I was appreciative of, there was a couple of guys that literally filled out <laughs> specific teams like three times so they had the team they root for uh the team that they would pick most likely and then the second one so they had all three teams it was like okay well i just put miami in all of these so clearly he's you know no matter what he's gonna try to get the Dolphins. so like it's it's um that's what kind of makes it interesting so i don't i don't think necessarily i mean i know that the admin staff is going to be handling the team selection and you know we're not supposed to tell each other but it wouldn't surprise me if people you know, coordinate a plan to, to end up in the same division together. Yeah, Little Bear, how do you feel about this uh, 11 through 21? All I got to say is I'm glad, uh, Wakanda, you're looking for a rookie quarterback because I don't want you to be the Niners because I don't want you in my division again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Niners, man, I was just playing. So I played in that USA Today tournament and I played mm-hmm. with the the Niners, man, and Jimmy Garoppolo has Slinger one, if I'm not mistaken. So his contract not the greatest, but he's got the fastest release in the game. And the rest of that team is crazy. I would think about it. The only reason why I really wouldn't pick them is just because they're gonna get old pretty fast, like in an extended. Especially if we're projecting ten seasons out, and I'm gonna try not to take nobody's favorite team. That was another thing too. Like I don't think they're gonna get the king unless he moves up. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to be respectful and not take, you know, it would kind of be, you know, like almost a dirty match if that kind of makes sense. Like I find out what everybody's favorite team is and nah, they for real. take somebody's favorite team. I kind of like that. That's word. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't intentionally, you know, do that. Now, if we get to a situation where I'm at, you know, you know, we'll just use this for example. Let's say, you know, it was me at 12. And they send it to me, and Lamar Jackson is still there. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. But <laughs> outside of that, you know, knowing that, because there's a couple guys, like I said, there's a couple guys. King's another one where he has San Francisco all the way across. So I 100% know, like, if they get to him, that's, you know, that's the team he's going to take. I just don't think they'll make it. They're going to be loaded, you know, especially on defense. And then even with the offense, they've got, you know, young pieces with Pettis and, and Samuel and Kittle and then all those running backs, you know, and then Jimmy G's. Because if we're not going to be able to edit releases, Jimmy G's release, that's going to make him viable. His stats aren't actually as bad as I thought they were going to be. He got a lot of love. So um, I don't I don't think they'll last to 18, which is where he is now. So, um, But no, I wouldn't I wouldn't try to take somebody's favorite team. I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would avoid that if I can. Perfect. Except for Arizona. You're lucky I left because Arizona <laughs> might be the exception. I would have been all over the card. 
Oh, I know. Simmons and, and Kyler Murray. I'm glad you left for a little bit then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I actually like Cincinnati a lot for you because you like to pass anyways. And, uh, with AJ there for a year or two, John Ross is going to be a beast as usual. Tyler Boyd's young as well. Um, yeah, they got T. Higgins and Joe Mixon too. Then that's it. Yeah, it'd Mixon's be interesting. Awesome. I'm looking at any of them rookie quarterbacks. You know, the Chargers too. Like the Chargers going to have. Casey Hayward, which is a damn shame that he doesn't have abilities. He's one of the best mm-hmm. players in the league that nobody talks about. Then they added Chris Harris with Derwin. They got Bosa. You know, they still got Ingram. You know, they, got they added defense. You know, they added Murray. You know, Kenneth Murray. They're going to be a pretty good team. So yeah, any of the rookie quarterbacks, I'd be happy. Oh, Oh, one hundred. I mean, I, I like your uh, your eleven through twenty. It makes sense. I mean, I could see a lot of those people going to those different teams. Kind of depends yeah. on though uh, where Tennessee falls to now that Rev's not here because everyone moves up one. It's going to be yeah, interesting. I don't because Tim was saying he didn't think they would they they was or I think it might have been Falco that said they might stay in that race. Tennessee's a one where Tennessee, um, New England, Atlanta, and then it was another team that was like consistently people's thirty second choice. So I don't think Tennessee <laughs> is going to end up going that high uh, with Rev being gone. I don't think they'll. It wouldn't shock me if they didn't go inside the 20 at all, if they're outside the 20. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm with that. Uh, let's move uh, Let's move on to the, to the next uh, The next group here. We have uh, 21. So if we have Fick at 22 taking Pittsburgh, which is his, his favorite team. Yeah, uh, Steelers fan. Number one's that. a Saints fan. Yeah, so, so number that. one is the Saints. Uh, TJ going Washington. Uh, that would be really interesting. Hop with Detroit, Samoan at Oakland, BMT taking Carolina, Hot with the Jets, uh, who's another, that's his favorite team. Jets, man, yep. Uh, Matt taking the Los Angeles Rams, Hulk taking going down south to Atlanta, Rico with Jacksonville, and uh, uh, or YK with, uh, with New England. Now, of course, um, this is, again, Rev leaving, and plays will now be the 32nd pick. There might be a little bit of a shakeup there, but when I was looking at this list, uh, this to me was really solid. Like I can see this working out exactly the way it's it's panning out right here, with the exception of Tennessee. Again, Tennessee can be one of those teams that stays in that range, but could also drop down to the twenty-five through thirty range. Um, yeah, there's three guys I'd be worried about in this back half. Yeah. The, the three would be uh, Samoan, BMT, and number one draft pick. Because I think if, if number one draft pick and Samoan get their favorite teams, people that picked in those divisions are going to be very obsessed with cycle because I think both of them are really good users. Number one draft yeah. pick doesn't really get a chance to show it because of the three guys that are in his division. But he's a really good player. And then I know that Samoan is going to be, if the Raiders get there, they might not get there now with Rugs speed being announced. Uh, I don't think yeah. they might not last that far now. And then BM, the reason why I say BMT is because outside of quarterback, because Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is probably a bridge quarterback, no pun intended. Um, if he's able to get a quarterback, uh, they've got a lot of speed and athleticism on the defense. And then the yeah. offense still has more in Samuel. Um, and you're looking at Christian McCaffrey as the best running back in the game. So um, there's a lot of, lot of pieces there where if he's able to get a quarterback, you know, within the first – I would say first two to three seasons, you know, that next five to six to seven seasons could be really dangerous for the rest of the um, NFC South. So them the three I would look out for in this back half. 
Yeah, Jugs, looking at this uh, this entire group now, um, if this top draft planned out similar to this, what's the one division that you're looking at um, coming out of the draft? Man, coming out of the draft, if everything went to exactly to spec, um, I think that bit, uh, like exactly to what we have here, it just went chalk. I would, I mean, obviously, I'll, other than uh, Rams, I would definitely look at the NFC East um, as the NDP division. Uh, it would be the most interesting division, the most talked about division, because we'd be in here talking crazy to each other. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to hold you guys, man. If uh, I, I honestly think, like you know, I mentioned Joey in my last take. I don't know if the Redskins pass him. He likes that team. They're not like his favorite team or anything, but he's looking yep. at them. They're they got a young lot of lot of uh, young players. Um, they're very you know they got some X factors around there. They're they're good. Um, I think that uh, you know when it when it comes down to it, that NFC East would get the most of my attention. Obviously, if I were in it, you know if we take you know we jump out of there, I'm gonna look at the um, AFC West. And, and I just want to see the carnage between Samoan and Tom. Like, that would be crazy just seeing the Ra- the Raiders and the Chiefs. You know, it's like this year. You know, it was just crazy. You know, um, you know, and Don't if forget Rhino, Dub and Rhino too. Exactly. And, and Rhino and Dub. I mean, that division would be insane. Um, there'd be a lot of, you know, smack talk in there. You know, Tom wouldn't say much. I know, I know Uso would hold it down with some smack talk, and I know Rhino would try, but then, you know, he'd be getting hit over his head, so what can you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the truth. That's my man, though, you know, but, you know, not really saying much when I'm saying that Tom and Simone is going to beat you, man. Those are two of the, you know, the top of the game, so, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a nice division to see. And, I mean, in dub, that'd be a crazy division. That would be, and you know, another fun little caveat of that division. If this if this turned out, Samoan and Rhino in the same division. Um, let's not forget that Rhino took the team over from Samoan, and pretty much from the get go, everybody. Yeah, traded everybody. Like Rhino said, he wanted to make it his team and get that Samoan stamp out of. He definitely did yeah, that. He, he got a different, different stitch on it. I'll say that much. Uh, yeah, and, you know, and now he's catching a little bit of flack, you know, from Samoan saying, you know, I handed you this team and look at what you did with it. You know, so now if they're in the same division, I mean, could you imagine? I mean, the, the, the a little bit of anim, I imagine that Rhino has a little bit of animosity, um, not towards Samoan, but just towards that attitude of, okay, yeah, you you handed me this team. I tore it apart, and now I'm sitting at five and four. So yeah, you got that on me. I think he's gonna try to show it out. Uh, I, I think he's gonna try to show out next season if Moen and Rhino show up in the same. That to me, would be a, a little, a little bit of a backstory that we can keep our eye on. But Timbo, how do you feel about? Um, I'm sorry. We still speaking about the the, the the final the final group here. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you know, this group you see someone like number one uh getting his favorite team. You know, he's been very uh, adamant about uh, his Saints. Um, but you know, you look you look down and I also think and I, I can pretty much assure you guys that the bulk of this this list that we talk about here will all be changed. Um so uh, if you look at kind of how it's bunched up though, some teams could go 
in some interesting directions. Uh, you know, I've heard Top speak about Detroit looks good. Um, even Washington, even though he wouldn't pick Washington, but Washington's a good team with good youth on both sides. Um, you know, uh, I, you know, I know they have some, especially for owners, more they'll have some issues uh, in terms of finances or you know with the, the contracts and cap situation. But I don't think the Rams are that bad of a team for people to consider, man. I mean, I know that they have some contracts, like I said, but look at their defense. You got Aaron, Aaron Donald and you have Jalen Ramsey off the break. You deal with that in the trenches and on the outside. That's some, That's pretty much two vital portions of the field that's taken away. I mean, the middle of the defense and then whichever side you put Jalen on, I mean, he's pretty much got that wrapped up. And you have to do some building around that. You have to make some smart decisions after leaving the first two seasons, really, to really try to open up some space for the rest of the cycle. Um, so I, I, I think uh, the, the Rams are a wild card team anywhere between 22 to 29. I really think that that's a team that could go a little early than we project here. Uh, I think Atlanta will go a little bit earlier. Um, but, you know, you look at the crew here, you know, with YK, Rico, um, I think, I think I, I, even just all 32 and John, I think everyone will get a very good team in terms of where they are in certain sides of the field. You know, some users that are defensive driven will get really good, a good team that will help them on the defensive side. And they just have to do more building on the offense side and vice versa. Um, someone like TJ, he, he, he's a balanced guy. So I think he'll look for a team that has a, you know, a very, you know, formidable running back. A good quarterback or a great quarterback, if you can get one, and then you have some nice, you know, skill pieces around on both sides of the ball. I think that'll be something to look at for him. And then someone like Smooth, uh, who at twenty-one, um, yeah, he is being him being a Bears fan. Uh, that that that's an interesting pick right there. And then uh, you know, we go getting Jacksonville. Uh, I actually believe he had Jacksonville at one point the cycle before he uh, went back to Genesis. Um, you know, for about twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so that that that's that's interesting. I just think it, it opens up for some very good discussion. And Muck is someone else that it, it could be a little bit higher in this list just because of his, his last month and a half activity. So, um, yeah, th- this group right here, I think, is, is is kind of left up in the air because I think I think the Rams really go up a little bit higher. Uh, I think someone's going to grab them quickly. It's really about who the, a good user gets that team. Yeah, because yeah. if you don't get golf to have abilities, that contract is going to end up being really, really bad. Um, and if he doesn't have abilities, I couldn't see somebody trading for him. You know what I mean? So that's why I think it would be it would be really tough. So I, I agree with you that they can move up. Um, no abilities would help that team because I think you, that wouldn't be somebody in a trade discussion that would be able to get used against you. But if we play with the abilities, the Rams would be really tough if, if you're not able to, to get golf. It would basically have to be year one. Year one, you would have to come out and, and put up some really serious numbers, of, assuming that the, the depth scenario is the same, um, to get him to have abilities and, and make that contract more palatable. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. But yeah, man. So, uh, Wakanda, real quick, are we gonna are we gonna get another mock draft um, here soon? Yeah, I mean, we should have. Well, probably. I'm thinking at least two more because I was gonna do another one. With this, I know that we got a final order that is coming as well. Uh, so I would anticipate at least one, probably two, though, that we'll be able to get out and, and kind of get people's opinion on. So I would just like to see the updated order and kind of talking to some of the newer guys that have joined because I don't have a lot of you know intel on them. But um, And then the other thing, too, is that we're one of the later team selection drafts. So that will help me out with guys that are in other leagues, uh, kind of figuring out what they're going to do in MSR. So. Yeah, yeah, I think the, the closer we get, I think the more accurate it'll get. With that, I'm with that. Uh, Timbo, real quick, 
Uh, let the people know about Allied Plumbing. Allied Plumbing is a recent sponsor of the MSR. I want to shout out to my boy Soden over there in the Soden Bowl. That is his, uh, his, his, pump, his plumbing and heating company out there in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, he's been a big supporter of the MSR. Uh, coming in, coming to know about us over the last few months. Uh, he's really just on another level. He's just really been, um, you know, just out there and just really supporting everyone out there in the man community. It doesn't really matter what you bring to the table. If you, if you need help uh, on a logo, so sometimes he'll do it for you. Uh, you know, pass out graphics, things like that, man. But he's really uh, been behind some leads. And he's, his, his plumbing company, heating company, is one of the top ones out there on the whole landscape. They have a couple... Uh, a couple of different states and cities as well. Uh, but he also was want to put this out there that, you know, he sees what's going on around the MSR, the network, especially with the podcast. Lane. We have three shows that have been a pretty solid course content coming out on YouTube. You know, with a lot of things that, you know, we have planned on our own, he's looking to collaborate and just give even, even more game and even more resources and support our way here at the MSR. So I want to thank Soden as well as Ally Plumbing and Heat, a name you can trust. Spocko, what we got next? sir and the final uh topic here that i want to get into we've had uh like we mentioned in wakanda's mock draft we've had a lot of shakeups. uh we had a huge uh big shaking move uh of course with a couple of call-ups and a couple uh of departures i'll, I'll just leave it at that <laughs> a couple of departures uh happening this season and we've had a lot of sponsorship going going out uh, here recently from a lot of big names um, but uh, yeah just want to touch on on the recent big news and, and guys let's be completely this is what NDP is all about um, how do you guys feel about the recent shakeup uh, in the league uh, Judge let's start with you man you know I I feel like you know it's it's one of those situations where a lot of guys may have felt a way the first time we had this exact shakeup with this exact person and you know they were all up in arms and hey guys look you gotta you gotta you gotta trust the process man trust what's going on around you um this was a huge deal um it's not it's obviously not easy for any league to lose one of their top guys and then you know having another guy kind of step out because you know he had um he had less time we'll say uh, and then, you know, just, just looking into this, man, you know, it, it lets you know that, you know, the league's fair, man. Like anybody can get it. Doesn't matter what you do. You know, if you, if you're in here and you're not, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, or you're, um, you know, you're going up against, you know, the league in any kind of way, or you're trying to, you know, take things a little bit past where they should be with certain things, man, you can go, you know, anybody, anybody, it doesn't matter if it's me, it doesn't matter if it's you, it doesn't matter who, you know, and, and, and I believe that's fair, you know, it's not exactly the, um, the thing that everybody else probably wanted, it's probably not how everybody, you know, your friends, I understand, you know, like, I'm a ride for my boys too, but, um, in a situation like this, you know, you also got to look at what's best for the league, and, you know, you're having to use it like that is a great thing, but, not if um, you know, not if things aren't on the up and up, you know, and that's and that's how I look at it, man. And if you know, if anybody got a problem with what I say, at me. Yeah, man, I I feel that like this, you know, of course, how they helped me create this podcast, um, pretty much in the in the same kind of situation. Um, you know, Ura, as we all know, he helped me create New Dawn Podcast back when we were in Genesis, and 
know, some some things went south um, for him in the league, and you know, then I got to admin, and I had to put my admin glasses on and be like, you know, you know, you can't have this kind of shit happening in the draft or in the league, and just because you know, we are who we are and we we made who we made uh, or we made what we made. I still have to hold you accountable. We still have to hold you accountable as a league. You can't be out here just doing we're men. Bonker. No, yeah, we're exactly. Men. We're, we're grown men. Um, you know, yeah, we're, we are playing the video game. But at the same time, like, there's a level of respect. There's a level of, uh, I mean, there's just there's a level of respect that has to happen amongst men, and that's what we expect. Like, we we don't we don't want anybody trying to undermine the league. If you want to be in this league, then be in this league. Um, you know, if, if if you're trying to do a couple backstabbing stuff or trying to trying to do things behind the scenes, then man, just bounce. Like you obviously don't want to be in here, then just go. Like we said it in the said it in in chat before. Whenever the whole you know everything was happening with Ura, like my boy, but and the door is open for anybody. Like we're not holding anybody in the door. Like you can go. Um, that's how I feel about this move. Like it just had to happen. Uh, it was a move that yeah, it could have could have really taken the league. But um, you know, the league is still standing. And one guy does not make a league. Uh, a little bit. Let's move over to you. What, what, what do you think about this recent uh, league news? I mean, for, I mean, Chuck's kind of hit around the head. I mean. If you don't want to be a part of it and don't want to contribute, sorry. We'll find somebody else that wants to. I mean, we got a developmental league for a reason. Those guys are putting in work and they want to come up. If you're going to slack and, you know, go behind people's back and things like that, get out. I mean, some of the people that that get left or got removed, I mean, I liked J-Rod a lot. Uh, we did a lot of the draft stuff together, but things happen. I mean, it is what it is. There's other guys that want those spots, so. I mean, that's pretty much all I got about that. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Can I say yeah, something ahead. else? Um, you know, when it comes down to, like, Ura, uh, you know, I'm going to say his name because, you know, he's also still, you know, he, he still, you know, communicates with me well. We, we we talk from time to time, you know, about just gameplay. You know, he watches my games and tell me when I suck and when I don't. So, you know, like, he's, he's a guy that... I mean, he's he's a he was a pivotal part of this comp, uh, uh, podcast, you know, and he he he's trying to learn from his mistakes. He's you know he's a younger fella. He's gonna he's gonna pull it together and 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 land where he lands. You know, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get uh, figured out. You know what I'm saying? One of these days. You know what I'm saying? He's just a young fella. Now, there's other guys, man. I I've never seen the love I've seen for a certain person getting up out of here. Um, and it was crazy to me because I was thinking to myself, would that person said or done anything for y'all? Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel that. Talk so about I, it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if anybody really wants to think about it, like, would would your mans have put on for you the way you put on for him? No, because it, we've we've seen him watch some of his best buddies go and not have a fit and, and dang their leave over it. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know. I mean, they got me over here blocked by some people because of this. So and I ain't got no 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 voice in the matter. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, real quick, speak speak on the, the, the recent week. Uh, I want to hear your take on it. 
I mean, it's not nothing that surprises me. I mean, Tim and I ran, you know, a league together in the past. And anytime that, anytime you're in an organization, there's a culture change, you know, there's turnover that happens as a result of that. Whether that's life getting busy, you know, people not agreeing with the change in direction of leadership, you know, that's fine. But if the values don't align, then, you know, somebody got to go. That's really what it comes down to um, when you're trying to establish something. So um, I would just, you know, advise any you know member of our community, um, if you're doing something that's not going to um, help us grow this brand, help us grow this league, help us grow this community, um, then you probably A, shouldn't do it. And B, if you continue to do it, you more than likely will not be a part of it. Um, it's something that we do, you know, in our free time. None of us are getting paid, um, even though some of us work like we should be. Uh, <laughs> and you know we are grown men here you can effectively communicate and 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 uh, do that in a polite respectful you know professional matter uh, things can be addressed you know this isn't a dictatorship you know we have members you know leaders that are going to lead you know leaders have to lead uh, but you know we're all you know able to provide feedback and 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 you know suggestions i mean we have a channel for that uh, but if you're going to do stuff that constantly is you know undermining the direction that we're trying to take this league um, and overall the you know the shield man if you're not if you're not going to do what's what's in best interest for the league um, then you can't be here um, it really comes down to that so that's the way i look at it uh, regardless to you know if that's you fits you you know tie that up tight and lace it up um, that's really what it comes down to if you're not going to do what's in best the best interest of this league of this community because uh, it's not just one person there's 64 of them uh, and you could be doing anything else in the world, but you're here with us. Um, and we want to try to make sure that we put forward the best experience possible. Um, and, you know, this league isn't for everybody. This community is not for everybody. And that's fine. Um, but what you're not going to do is be in here and, and try to, you know, stop us from going the direction that we're all trying to get to. Um, you can make your own league. Um, and we'll support, maybe. Um, but you, can, yeah, you won't maybe. be able to do that here. So. You know, there's just a way to go about things. And I think that in life, you know, people make mistakes and things like that happen. But you have to make those mistakes somewhere else because uh, that's just one thing that won't be acceptable here. And that's really that all it is. There's no ill will towards anybody. There's no, you know, having to be, you know, upset with people. And, you know, people have been unprofessional towards me. But, you know, you can't take it personal. It's just like, dang, if that's what you'll do over a video game, I can't imagine what you would do in real life. So, uh, but it's really just about going about, you know, going about yeah. things the right way. We're not here to try to, um, you know, you know, dictate or or we want our users to have as much freedom and feedback as, as we can as possible in a community because um, it is a community. It's not one person just making decisions. Um, and I think as long as people remember that and keep that, you know, in their in their frame of focus, um, if things don't go the way you want them to, you know, you can talk those things out. You can communicate those concerns. And we'll move together as a group. But once the decision is made, I mean, you know, if the, if the group is with it, that's that's kind of got to be what it's going to be. You know, not everything I agree with that we do, but I know that we're doing it in the best interest of the league. And that's what the community wants. And in order for me to to be a part of that community, you know, because it's a privilege, it's not it's not a right. Um, I have to respect that, you know, my fellow community members aren't always going to have share the same opinion as me or want the same thing as me. So, that that it's it's a privilege, not a right. You it's a privilege. Time? It's not a right. It's not a right. Thank you me. don't have a right to be in the MSR. You earn that right through you know showing you know that you're going to do what's best for the league, that you're going to contribute, yeah. you know that you're going to be a you know positive you know force in the league. Um, but it's not something that you have to have, and we don't have to have you be here. You know if you're not going to honor that. That's, it's a social contract. You do the things that 
our you know outlined you know outlined in our bylaws and, and participate in our community and you get to be a part of one of the greatest experiences on console uh, and if you don't then you won't be here it's really that simple there is no in between it is what it is <laughs> yeah I, and I, i'm just gonna add this too we started out this podcast was by saying um you know at the of our cycle we had this or when madden 21's mount uh or their announcement came out there's a hashtag fixed franchise uh mode within msr kind of took that kind of uh and created our own hashtag for the brand and i mean i feel like a lot of people are taking that and running with it and really feeling it and that's what as a, especially as a staff member that's what is getting me even more excited about this this league about MSR is people are really caring about this league. I mean, it really is for the brand. Um, but Timbo, let, let's uh, toss it over to you. Yeah, and, and part of the reason why I'm glad all of you guys went first was because I mean, you guys were literally hitting all the points on the head. I mean, there's only I only have the table scraps to give you guys because you guys literally hit everything on the head about the accountability about being here and you know could you, just because you do content and you're active in chats yes that's a part of this we all know that that's a part of what we do here but there are other there are other things about it as well and it's not that these things need to be highlighted but when we have situations that bring up these issues now it's a good point to highlight and you know, speaking specific, and there's a couple other things I want to touch on about this league news, but I'm, I'm going to get to this um, specifically about J-Rod, just because that's who we're speaking about, uh, to, 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 to put it all in context. Over the last few weeks and probably a month or so more, um, there's been issues between the admin staff and the MSR and, uh, and J-Rod, or there were issues or just not necessarily issues like we had a personal beef because I did constantly to tell that to him in multiple conversations since and before he, he left the community there is no personal beef there is no personal want vendetta uh you know witch hunt none of that there's none of that that was involved in any of this, right the main thing that was becoming a problem was every time I, I and I, I've used this phrase before but every time he was trying to carry a flag for a suggestion or for something that was framed as for the league or something that would better the league, so to speak, it was always based off a personal situation with him. Um, one thing I'll spot, and the reason why I'm bringing light to all of this, because, you know, when we made the situation, we made the decision to remove him the first time uh, two weeks ago, uh, I believe that was on the 30, I can't, I don't want to get the dates wrong, it might have been the 23rd. Um, but when we made that first decision to do that uh, on that Friday, um, people thought that was an emotional reaction or, you know, you, you guys are doing that because he said what he said. No, sir. No, sir. There's nothing here done out of emotion. That's first and foremost. That's one thing I want to get out there about um, this this team, this leadership, you know, because part of the issue about what was said or what was implied or, uh, you know, put out there about, you know, the stat. It wasn't about me. I, I'm going to put that out there because people feel like he said something about me and that was the that was the the the, the fire, you know the, the the match that lit the fire no that was not it you know first and foremost i do none of this for my own enjoyment i do none of this none of this was an easy decision i mean i made it known i made it known a couple weeks ago um to him personally in chats that we've had conversations here and there you know you know i viewed him as a big part of this community i mean 
like him or love him, like the guy, he has been here and he was here before I was here. You know what I'm saying? So I would be a fool to make it seem like this was just, you know, he doesn't do anything here. We got rid of him. But we know what, the, and like I said, when and Falco admit, commit to this as well, when we spoke about this, we spoke about even having this conversation of even taking it to this level. We all considered the backdrop. We all considered the fallout. We all considered the responses. Sometimes specific people who we might get a response from, or you know, what the overall thought, pro- you know, the, the 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 energy would be from it. You know, we considered all sides of the equation, and what we always ran about, what come came back to in terms of decision, was we were going to do what is best for the league at this time. And sometimes it's making decisions that would be viewed as unpopular, unfair, or whatever. But they, like I always tell people, I try. I, I really go out of my way not to lie to you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I really feel like I'm one of the realest that they, they come, especially in this space when people people can go out of their way to be phony just for a little admiration, for a little love, for a little for a couple of LOLs and and, and some uh, laughing emojis in the chat. Like there's a lot of stuff that we go out of our way to make sure you guys see the truth and without putting it all on the table verb you know verbatim there was just a lot of uh, inferred energy a lot of unnecessary comments made about uh the staff the current staff which is myself dk uh and falco who you listen to on the podcast um there were there were judgments made about why this staff was put together first and foremost there's no one on the staff here that is a kiss ass there's no one on the staff here that is a yes man everyone holds their own weight including your commissioner that's another thing my my me becoming commissioner should be even more of an example of what you all could do here in the msr because there is not one thing that i asked for here. i never asked to be an admin i was asked to become an ad i was never asked to be i, I never had a mindset of becoming commission. I was asked to be a commission. And I'm still to this day surprised that people see that in me. I've had to find out about that in myself because there's other people outside of our own community who see the support, who see the energy, who see the passion, right? So, and I'm gonna try to button this up, but I, you know, I, I wanna make sure we have the proper contact because I'm sure tomorrow when this all drops or whenever we get this out, I want people to really hear the truth because there's a lot that's being left out there mixed in interpretations, right? So there was that. But then overall, the main scope of what, what came to be with, with J-Rod leaving the league was, you know, there was a, I think it was Falco that spoke to it. There was a lot of, there was a lack of accountability. And without trying to, I'm not looking to bash this man or like kind of pour oil on the fire. There's none of that going on here. But we're going to provide context and we're going to be for real. That's one thing y'all always have gotten from me. We're going to get a hundred. The thing with that was, I just told him, I said, look, man. When we brought him back that Friday, because it was literally within an hour he was back in the league, I told him, I said, look, what you were doing and things you've said that I've had come into the, the know about are unnecessary. There's no reason for you to go to jump off these ledges and say some of the things you say about this staff, all because you don't, you and a few other people who you communicate with feel that things are done unfairly. You know, there's always a specific person that's pointed out as a point of reference whenever someone gets a, uh, a suspension or a warning I, that's not that doesn't need to be necessary man there's no one that should be in this, there's an unnecessary competition it seems like for leverage or think there's that that's, that isn't needed here i promise you guys we are here to ball and create some dope shit and i feel we are doing that on a consistent basis sans the nonsense that comes up here and there but we just have to understand 
There is nothing that this staff has done to be rude, to go out of their way to be vindictive, to try to have a dictatorship. I mean, people can speak to different conversations that I've had where may not have been my area of expertise to speak on, but I jumped in just off the respect and what I feel was necessary to get through that moment. Lil Bear could speak to it. There was an issue with the trade. And it seemed like there was nothing that the trade committee was going to do to approve the trade. So what I did was give parameters, not necessarily giving him the the, the, the the keys to the admission. I just pretty much told him, you guys can do it this way and this way. And maybe they could look at it almost like an advisor. Like I, I'm out of the trade committee. I don't pay. I don't make any moves unless I am asked to. But we made an understanding. So he understood that there was things that he could do to still try to be within the framework of what the trade committee would do. And what ended up happening? Their trades went through. It's all about, like like Wakanda said, it's about effective communication. If you can effectively communicate, you have a suggestion about something, you can effectively communicate if you have an issue with an admin. Or if you can effectively communicate there being a problem with a selection of someone for a certain part in the league or someone, you know, getting this and that. There's ways to go about it. The same energy you can put into having an argument about something gameplay-wise, you could put that energy into something that would benefit the admin staff. Because I promise you, if anybody thought that there was a problem with anybody's on this staff gameplay, it would have been brought to my attention. And that honestly was the start of the camera's back. There was a comment made about an admin that he uh, has had user issues all cycle. After we had already said, if there's anything you need to address, you need to bring it straight to the source or bring it to the admin staff so we can handle the problem. Because that's all we do. We just try to make sure there's no unnecessary energy so we're not getting DMs saying, why does this person think that of me? Because believe it or not, sometimes being in this chat is like high school. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes in a fun way, sometimes in a not so pleasant way. So we just tried to do the best that we could with all the information that we had. And like I said, if you guys saw some of the comments, some of the some of the things that were said about myself, DK, and Falco that weren't necessarily about MSR, day-to-day balling, content, things like that, you guys would, it, it would just, it would make more sense. And to some people, it still won't make sense because they already have it in their mind what is what. And that's cool. We understand that we respect that space and that opinion. But what you guys have to understand always is that myself, DK, Falco, and this whole MSR community is about putting out the best Madden experience possible and all we're doing is consistent and being in that department we are there things have changed the culture has changed as wakanda spoke to some of it came by way of just how the cycle unfolded i mean let's be for real the mad 20 cycle was an adventure to say the least like it really wasn't what we thought it was going to be but we made the most out of it and now we are rolling high into mad 21 that's all a lot of people are focused about is the energy we are carrying on right now so to see and feel if there are folks that would go out of their way to say this and that after already being warned about this, this and that, there's no vendetta. There's no, okay, I just picked them over this or because somebody showed you a screenshot. Man, we we going to keep it real about this. People screenshot, people screenshot things every day. That's just how a game works. You have to realize that that's just how it goes. But when if someone brings it to me out of a concern about the league, I have to address it because who knows what's being said about anybody else? And it's not about the he say, she say thing. It's just... There's a certain level of respect that shouldn't need to be clarified in a rule. There shouldn't need to be clarified in a rule book. This is a certain level. Of, like you said, we grown men. If you can't say something, you know, most of us, if you can't say something direct to a person, but you can complain to that person about a game. I'm sorry. I'm going to look at you funny because you, the energy isn't the same. And all I ask is that in here, we just try to act and you know, carry ourselves as men. I think we've been doing that in a very 
in a very great way overall for the most part. We just had a couple little chinks in the armor that we've had to tidy up. Now you spoke about people leaving. We had Rev leave, Rev leave as well. Left it, you know, at the crack of dawn one morning. We had uh, Cotton leave recently, just randomly he wanted to leave. Um, of course, Ura was removed and J Rob was removed, and then you know, um, you know, someone else even reached out and said that their time may change. Like we understand that part of the game happens, especially with change in leadership. And I understand that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I get that, but right now and for the and for the you know for the oncoming future. Myself and this team, we leading the way, and we doing everything we can to put out the best man experience. Also, want to shout out YK. YK was recently called up to the MSR. We don't want this all to be about quote unquote negative or whatever recent happened in a bad way. YK was called up from Genesis. I'm gonna put a word out for my man. Three people he referred to this league, and within a month of him being here, and his activity has been top notch. He streams every game, regardless of home or away. He doesn't ask. He a lot of things he does, he does on his own. Of course, he, he he's very consistent with having the the, the very stock meal uh, that he has. With, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, literally, it's like the it's like meal default number five. Like literally every day, like that's what he's gonna have. You know what I'm um, but he's been a great addition to the community. Brought a guy that's on the call up list now, Cole Stang. Uh, I believe Red was another guy, one of his uh, of his um, referrals. Uh, so it, it, that kind of just shows you what the whole community is about. Because even he ends up taking over uh, J. Ross' team. He takes over a great team, and now that's his way of kind of keeping the energy going in the Mad Twenty One. Of course, he'll be at the bottom of the team selection list. But he's a great addition to this community, and then also the sponsorships. We spoke to about it earlier, Ally Plumbing. Ally Palmer, you know, checking this out, reaching out uh, uh, via Soden and what he's doing over there at Soden Bowl. Well, again, super, super shout out to Soden because man, I, 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 I think a lot of people don't realize what he's doing. And it, it, it's it's literally coming from such a giving and, you know, honest place. I mean, if, if the Mad Community was a homeless shelter, Soden would literally have the biggest homeless shelter. Uh, I'm sorry, if Mad Community were full of homeless leagues and stuff like that, Soden, Soden himself would be the biggest homeless shelter. I promise you. Like, he literally would give to anyone that is looking to grow and, you know, change their ways of creative thinking growing their gameplay whatever he will really just he reaches out without asking for anything back and that is something that has been missing in this community for a very long time probably ever uh having someone like that that's really going to outsource themselves the way that he does um but overall i mean like i said before man 21 is moving properly and i I probably spent about 15 minutes longer than i needed to but i really want to say this to everybody excluding the one that's on this show you guys know, Wakanda says it all the time. Me and Tim both, you know, talk that we've dealt, me and him have dealt with each other a long time. We've known each other before I was even in uh, the MSR. But one thing he can speak to is that even he will tell you, I will get on him if there was something that I felt was wrong. And I am the one that would, and another thing, I take all feedback, constructive, positive, something I may not want to hear, I will take it and I will grow from it because that's what that's how I got here. <laughs> that's how I end up being considered for this space because I can always be a person. I always have had an open door, whether I was an admin or not. There were people coming to me for admin questions where I was nowhere near being an admin. Like that just goes to show some of the respect I've had that I didn't even realize was there. So I just want people to realize this is all coming from place of just pure energy and respect for what we're doing trying to build this this brand, build our experience up. And if people aren't paying attention, man, this gaming lane is growing in a way that people like we just don't even know the limps 
that this can grow and madness really starting to open up in spaces for people that have always questioned it have always doubted it we're getting there and i really want us to start seeing the bigger picture because i've always had a bigger picture of what this space could be and it's starting to form and we're building with the community day by day we will always put the best thing out there and we will try to tinker up what we can we all are a part of this we all have to contribute to it feedback you know being able to have the good times and also have, be able to have those uncomfortable conversations as well because as we see they're going to come up and they're going to happen it's all about how we handle them just get back to the fun whatever we can do to get back to the fun and the good times and the trash talk let's do that let's leave the nonsense the politics leave all that at home leave that outside of this app the discord app and outside of your controller leave that out we do not need that here because that's not what we're about we're about doing a lot of great dope shit and building and having a lot of good fun ball on the sticks man so i appreciate y'all giving me the floor for that but that's the league news for this week. i like it i like it well, fellas let's wrap it up right there um Colbert, man thank you for joining us again any uh any final words on this podcast for you thanks for having me i hope i can come back again soon it's a lot of fun being in this. My man, Bear. My man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jugs, any last words? Hey, everybody stay safe doing what you do, man. Holla at me in the chat. What up? <laughs> Wakanda, man. Any last words before uh, before we close this out? Man, it is what it is. Also, it is. Right it is. There, man. Be safe. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the start of Madden 21. And also, shout out Glaze, man. Glaze made his way back. I know we talked about white. Oh, yeah. Glaze, man. We see you, boy. We see you. Glaze cooking. Yeah. Yeah, Glaze always cooking. I, lo- I love Glaze. And one of the one of the most positive guys uh, in this MSR community uh, from Genesis. I mean, never an ill word will come out of him uh, unless you say something really dumb. Then he'll tell you, uh, boy, that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he took his his quote unquote demotion when he was the uh, he was the Raiders before and had to jump back down to Genesis. He took that like a champ because he knew himself that his activity had kind of dipped, and he even said, "I want to work my way back." He did that tenfold. I super respect him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, of course, Rico got a call up earlier. I know I, we probably said that early in another episode, but man, that's another guy that uh, that was. Motor down the back down the Genesis to work on his game a little bit and uh down a little bit on himself, but man just picked himself right Pray, back up. Prayers are still up for Rico though. We still praying for him. Hey, he beat King <laughs> though. He got a nice win. He did. He did, he did. I'm just saying we still praying for him. He he's a week to week guy. We got we got pray for Rico. Week to week. I love him though. Bring the sauce, but it's week to week. Yeah, keep bringing the sauce, Rico. Uh, but on that note, uh MVP, where I